the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. On a day-by-day basis, we talk about the stuff that is business, that is retirement, that is getting to where you need to get to. We keep hearing these horrific stories about how people are not saving enough money for retirement, and trust me, they're not. Some people now expect to work till age 80 as part of their retirement plan. That's crazy. Come on, that's crazy. And yet, it's something that we continue to talk about on a regular basis. This is not acceptable. Do you really want to work till 80? I don't think you do. And yet, at the same time, there's other issues inside the U.S. economy that ask us WTF, right? Female graduates earn $8,000 less than men. This is the world we live in. Women who work full-time jobs one year after receiving a diploma earns $0.82 for every dollar a man earns. Now, again, it's got some crazy variables in it. But there's an 18% earnings gap. For the same degree. Maybe men are better at negotiating salaries. Maybe men are better at getting the higher scale jobs. But why? You hear a lot of news that millennial, i.e. people below Generation X, women, are now out earning their male peers. But the truth is there is still a gender gap pay. Men typically choose majors that results in more lucrative Career post-graduation careers like uh, engineering. Even if men and women major in the same subject, men tend to get the higher paying jobs. A female business major earns a little over $38,000 on average in America, while men earn a little bit more than 45000 Amongst men and women who look for teaching jobs, women earn 89% of what men earn. Male teachers make more. You know, men work a couple more hours than women do, 45 hours a week typically versus 43 hours a week for women. But this is the kind of data that we look at and we just go, what the hell's going on? Other big stories out there this morning. Visa's named a new CEO, Charles Scharf, former head of retail banking at J.P. Morgan Chase. Great Great choice to replace Joseph Saunders. Sharf is 47 years old. Visa is a foster city-based company. Sharf was removed from his top position at J.P. Morgan's Retail Banking Division in June 2011 when his duties were reassigned. 
Saunders, the CEO currently, Joe Saunders, he's uh, that'd be since their IPO in 2008. Sam Ferman retired. He's 66 years old. There's been a lot of changes to the business model. New rules on debit, card fees, processing, fees that MasterCards gain market share with. But I like Visa. I own shares of Visa. Visa stock has tripled since its IPO in 2008. I don't think there's any shame in Visa. And again, the only thing I'm going to tell you is today we're going to go watch the Gigantes play baseball late in the month of October. We might go to a place that serves adult beverages. And they're going to swipe our card. And typically it's a Visa card. Until that changes, I'm still in. Market's trying to stay f- focused right now on positive data. Ahead of yesterday's uh, bummer earnings and bummer revenue. Today we get a little signs of improvement in Chinese manufacturing. That's important from a global perspective. And Wall Street's like, going, yay! Someone posted on Twitter yesterday, and I thought this was cute. Kind of not attacking one of my tenants, but believing in one of my tenants, but believing in it a little bit too early. My Twitter account is Rob Black Show. Handle Rob Black Show. But what kind of shocked me was that People have kind of have no grasp of perspective. Uh, Rob, Jazz wrote, tech is down. Be greedy when others are fearful. Do you agree now is the time on Intel? I think tech has a long way to go on the downside. So for me, it's not be greedy when others are fearful right now. It's what's your allocation? How comfortable are you with it? Yeah, I'd rather be buying tech shares and financial shares right now than, say, transports, which had a good day. I kind of like my consistency more so than my uh, beef greedy. There's a lot. I mean, if you're looking for a bottom, this, this is not what a bottom looks like. A bottom looks like CNBC doing a special report on... Black Friday has a new meaning. It's no longer about retailing. Black Friday is about the market getting crushed. Anyway. Not quite there yet if you're looking for a bottom. This isn't even close to what a bottom looks like. Out this morning, Bristol-Myers Squibb, Dr. Pepper Snapple. Corn and General Dynamics, Kimberly Clark, Eli Lilly, Lockheed Martin, North Grumman. So you get a defense company, a drug company, a paper company, a tech company, a consumer discretionary company. Facebook reported a, a pretty good profit. And it was a pretty bullish conference call. Their stock is up big today. CEO of XM Radio, Sirius Satellite Radio, Mel Carmazan, has announced plans to step down on February 1. 
He's also going to leave the board of directors. He was responsible for getting Howard Stern joined. So it'll be interesting to see if basically the takeover by Liberty Media on Sirius, does it lead to a purging of talent and a monetization of the business model, or do they continue to focus on talent and less so on profits? VMware is in the news today. They reported a profit of 70 cents a share, above expectations. They named, they named former Microsoft executive Jonathan Chadwick as their new CFO. Can't get excited by that. But I can get excited about what VMware does. Their software is used extensively in cloud computing. They had huge gains from services and new licenses. Gilead Sciences in the news today. Biotech company saw a 14% increase in sales, including their HIV drugs, Etripla and Truvada. Netflix in the news today. Shares under pressure. Subscriber growth forecast below expectations. Tempur-Pedic, E of the overpriced mattresses. Reported revenue is below consistent expectations. I buy all my mattresses from bloody murder sales and from hourly motels. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. I'm the Chuck Norris of money on the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. You can find me at Twitter, handle Rob Black Show. Mm. Rory McElroy has had a good run in the world of golf. A big push that has Nike looking at him and salivating and saying, hey, we could probably use you. He's the number one ranked golfer in the world. He's set to hit the endorsement free agency market at the end of the year. Speculation that McElroy will sign with Nike and that the deal could be worth as much as $250 million. Wow. That's similar to Tiger Woods' current deal with Nike. Is it rumor or is it not? You're listening to me, Roberto Negro, Rob Black. Don't be shy. The one thing I don't want you to be is shy. I'm easy pleasy. I'm not that difficult. The rumors about me being a tough on callers way, way overplayed. SP 500 up one, NASDAQ up seven, Dow up 29. Welcome in, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton is a financial planner. We talk about estates. We talk about creating wealth. We talk about managing wealth. We talk about insurance. We hit a whole slew of topics. I saw recently that someone was issued a check by the United States government for $650 million instead of $650. Would you keep that check or would you return it to the government? (laughs) Is that where we're going to start this segment? Sure. Um, I... Actually, I don't know. I don't know how how much do plane tickets cost out of the country. <laughs> so I have a friend in Nigeria. I would wire the money to to hold it for me. <laughs> so what do we want to talk about this segment? States. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can talk about you know what a lot of baby boomers, which are really a lot of my clients too, people that are near retirement or in retirement, are dealing with estates. 
their parents' estates, their great, their uncles, their aunts' estates, and they're the ones that are having to kind of clean up the mess. So we're often asked, you know, we get the call, hey, my mom died, my mom, my dad passed, what do I do? Right. And it's kind of, you've, you're dealing with this grief at the same time you're dealing with mounds of paperwork, you're dealing with, you know, the Depression era people which kept everything, so right. you're trying to clean up a house, you're trying to do an estate sale and all this other stuff. So... The first thing you got to realize is that you don't have to make any major decisions right away. Right? Just get the person you, in the ground. This is going to take some time. And one of the things that you have to realize when you're doing the burial and things like that, get twice as many death certificates as you think you're going to need. Really? Yeah. I would never have thought of that concept, even though my father's passed away, and I've gone through exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, so what happens is, you know, a lot of times the, the you know, cemetery or, what, or the... Um, what do you call the people that bury the, the coffin place? What I'm spacing the team of this where, where they sell coffins, whatever it's called. I they, I say backyard. They <laughs> mom's going in the backyard. Tin can and some ashes. Funeral service. You know. That's what I, I want. Tin can and ashes. That's okay. Putting in my trust. So you know that's the ones that have typically help you get the death certificates. I would order literally like ten to fifteen at a minimum because okay. you're, you're going to need more than you think. And you can't just photocopy them, right? Because you'll find right you, you'll find accounts that you didn't know existed yeah. a couple of months into the process, and all of a sudden you have to go through the process of ordering a new one. Big deal. It's ten bucks a pop. The estate pays for it. Get fifteen to twenty, okay, just to be safe. Um, the next thing is contact all the professionals that the person dealt with. That's the CPA, financial advisor, investment advisor, the attorney. And if the person just has a will, you want to contact the attorney right away because they're going to need to do what's called a letter of testamentary to make sure that whoever's the executor goes through the court process to get appointed. Because until, no matter what the will says, you can't just take a will into the bank and deal with the accounts. You have to be authorized by the courts to do that through a letter of testamentary. So you really need to get the attorney on board right away. You also need to contact Social Security because all of a sudden you're going to be getting Social Security checks in the mom's bank account. Social Security needs to know that they're gone, otherwise you're going to be having to pay back the checks. Which um, some people look as a bonus. Right. But that's like, why hey, we Social Security is sending me checks. Maybe I'll never tell them. Yeah, I know. That's why freezer sales are going up. The you know the kinds that lay down in the basement they're uh, pretty big. Put mom in the freezer. <laughs> Look, Chad, you know people consult do. the broker advisor before taking any action. You know people do that though. <laughs> it's a very common it's way of very fraud. common. So. Yeah. Uh, also, so you also need to contact the CPA. If the person didn't have a CPA, then get a hold of of the CPA because, or the attorney often does this as well, where you have to get an estate tax ID. Um, and as soon as possible, you want to get the bank accounts and the brokerage accounts transferred under the estate tax ID. So any interest that's accumulated starts going under the estate tax ID rather than the personal tax. And that's the biggest part of the process because taking your letter of testamentary, all that stuff into the bank, and getting that changed over, um, it, it takes a while. So You know what's interesting about this is I've never thought of myself at 70 years old and dying. I'm going to have a lawyer when I'm 70 years old. Like you're saying, contact my attorney when I die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to trust. I mean, you need to typically update it and go through the process of talking about estate tax changes every two years minimum. Oh, you're pissing me off. Yeah. Like, that, that's a discouraging thing. It gives thought. you something to do in retirement, Rob. I just want to be an old geezer who watches baseball and scares the neighborhood children. <laughs> Wears a robe and walks around in a walker like the guy from Family Guy. That's going to be you. Hey, kids. Washing <laughs> <laughs> <Or some> candy. <laughs> Why do you always make me out to be the bad guy? Why not you? Uh, I don't know. I... <laughs> it's more fun. Okay, I'm with you. More fun for me. So say something nice about me. Big heart loyal guy. There you go. Yeah. So, 
Um, now I'm gushing. I feel like a little school marm. I've got red in the cheeks. <laughs> uh, we got less than a minute. Anything you want to talk about? Um, in terms of the other steps that you take on finding out if mom or dad have anything. So, so part of the process, you have to realize that, especially if they die with just a will, this is going to be you know a nine-month process typically. Yeah. There's usually at least six months before you can start distributing assets because you have to go through the correct probate processes. Yep. Make sure you do the legal things that you need to do to allow other people to come after anything the estate owes them right? Um, so that you can finally close this, the estate and be done with it the right way. It's interesting that you say that. The advice that I will throw in is if you're the parent who's 70, talk to your kids. Show them where everything is. Get a nice clean binder. If you, you have know. a bunch of stuff in the safety deposit box, please let somebody know where the key is. There you go. I you mean, actually have, to have keys for a safety deposit box? Yeah. I always thought you just went in the bank and they opened it for you or something. They, have the retinal, they need the retinal scans. But then what happens if you have cataracts? I don't know. <laughs> when I was a kid, I wanted to drive a big cataract. <laughs> you're listening to me, Rob Black. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. So, what do you want to talk about this morning? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Visa names a new CEO. Warren Buffett says, no question, global economy is slowing. Rumor out there that says Rory McIlroy is going to endorse Nike Golf for as much as 250 million buckaroos. And CEO Mel Carmazan, Dinner Bell Mel, is going to leave Cirrus XM next year, early in the year. And what's that do to that stock? Success or failure starts at the top. It's always important to note. So we ask questions about this. Colleges are raising tuition, 4.8%. Inflation, last time I looked, was under 2%. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. Rob Black. 516-1220. There's no truth to the rumor that I'm rude to callers. There's no truth to the rumor that I'm mean. The truth is, is that I'm not here to kiss butt. I'm not here to agree We're here for a discussion, if you're with me on that. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. You can call the show, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Don't be shy. I would like to actually hear from you. Uh, What's in your mind? I always think that's an important question. What are you thinking about? Why is it freaking you out? I think when you start out as a young couple, you should have a conversation about money before you move in with each other, before you shack up. Your approach to debt may not be her approach to debt. And shacking up pre-marriage and, and marriage is wonderful because you cut down on living costs. And this is a show dedicated to cut down on as many costs as you can and save as much money as you can. I don't have, quote-unquote, roommates, but I'd consider it to save money. Fortunately, I don't, I'm not in a position where I need to save money, but I understand people are. So before you shack up, you need to look at each other and figure out spending habits. 
commingling funds is a serious decision. If your sugar booger stops paying their half, how will it affect you? You There's an unmarried couple's guide to money. But there's also an unmarried couple's guide to smart money. If your mate, your sugar booger, I might, has habits that you find abysmal. Like, I know people who don't have a concept of budget. I know people who don't have a concept of what they pay in taxes. That's ponderous to me. Like, I don't stay up all night thinking about this. Bad credit, bankruptcy filings, but yeah, I could stay up all night thinking about it. I think in this day and age, you need to be up front about your STDs. I think you need to be up front about your financial issues. I don't think you have to make a big deal about it. Simple conversation. Hey, sugar booger, we're going to sign a lease together. Anything on your credit report I need to know about now? I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Talk it out. Hug it out. But talk out student loan issues, credit card debt issues. Who pays for what? What's that look like? Joint things like vacations. Who's paying for the flights? Who's paying for the hotel? Joint things like paying for a house, down payment. Do you want to mix your money or not mix your money? Love and marriage, love and marriage. They go together like a horse and carriage. Do you mix your money before marriage and or not? I don't have an answer for you. I say that anything that's important you put it in writing... If you love Susan, carve I love Susan into a tree. If you like tomatoes, write I love tomatoes. Put it down in writing because it makes it more true. So as a couple, consider drafting a cohabitation agreement. It doesn't have to be Black versus black, or I know I dated a woman named Amanda White who eventually marries a guy named Brown. My last name is Black. It doesn't have to be black versus brown versus white. You don't have to have a cohabitation agreement that's like angry. But if you can write down your financial issues, how awesome is that? People fight about money, and they fight about who pays for grad school, who doesn't pay for grad school. Hey, I'm paying for grad school. I shouldn't pay for rent. Does that sound fair? Probably not. Size matters to people. So let's say you're living with a roommate. They've got a bigger room than you. Who pays more? Be punctual with your payments in any relationship, whether it be with a sugar booger or with a roommate. If bills are due at the first of the month, Cough up money at the 20th of the month, 10 days early. You know, again, make sure you're comfortable with the commitment. Because sometimes your roommate drops off the face of the earth and 
goes to Ecuador, Brazil. Another thing that people fight about is the kitchen. Oh, good God. Household chores. Maids. You know, uh, neatness incentives. Should you throw them into the relationship and or not? I do. I totally believe in the cleaning person. Cleaning crew, whatever you want to call it. Another conversation you should have with a sugar booger loved one. And this is good advice for younger people. Is what happens if the property gets damaged? What happens if I bring in a 42-inch TV and your friend knocks it over during a party and breaks it? Who's on the hook? Me for bringing in the TV? So renter's insurance is not a bad idea, especially when you're cohabitating. Because people fight about this stuff. People ruin their relationships. I've got a friend who, uh, she bought two dogs. And these dogs need work. They need love. They need attention. Otherwise, they're going to poop the apartment, poop, poop the flat, which I've been known to do. Leave me locked up in a house for 20 hours and pff, feces everywhere, right? That's not even funny. Same thing with pets. They get into your trash. They destroy property. They're an extra monthly cost. When they poop, you have to clean up after them. With children, you can let your kids sit in their own poop for a couple days. No, you don't do that. With animals, roommates tend to get bent out of shape. A lot of people fight about food in relationships. I shop at high-end groceries, you shop at low-end, and you're drinking my fresh orange juice. And Is there a point of drinking bottled orange? Like, it, orange juice should be fresh and or don't even bother, right? 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 So you drink my fresh orange juice, which, pff, it ain't cheap. Can I drink your last diet soda? I remember... That would be fighting words, right? Another reason people fight in relationships, temperature. Why are you running the air conditioning all day? We live on the water. It's nice outside. Why are you running the air conditioner? Or put on a sweater. You don't have to run the heater. Crazy behavior aside, people fight over temperatures. And I get it, as do you. Sometimes I ask myself, what would Justin Guardi do? The guy from the Kelly Clarkson season of Star Search. And I don't have an answer for you every single time. I don't. Tigers are favored to win the Major League Baseball title, according to Vegas bookmakers. Suggested a 62% chance Detroit wins the World Series. No one understands how to bet baseball. Detroit's listed as a negative 170 money line. Basically meaning a better would have to wait for $170 to win 100. Where the Giants are plus up 150. And I think that 
means something crazy about something that 150 gets you 100 or 100 gets you 150. They've got Justin Verlander, or yes, he's dating Kate Upton. Yes, she's the best-looking woman on the planet. Yes, he has an arm like Sandy Koufax. Yes, we've heard it all, right? Barry Zito's wife's pretty hot. He married well. I know you're saying hot doesn't mean you married well. <laughs> From a guy's perspective, it kind of does. If you're pushing 40, do you marry just fresh 20? You married well. Simple investing is smart investing. That's what I always like to say. Find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Got a big event coming up in Black Wednesday. Black Wednesday. Find out more at robblack.com. No, 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 no. Find out more at kdow.biz. That's kdow.biz. Black Wednesday is the first Wednesday of the month. It's a good opportunity to come out and meet me in person. Bring your portfolio. I'll get a review put in for you. Bring me a copy of your portfolio along with your email address, and I'll take a, a look-see for you. It's a good chance to meet some of the other people from KDOW1220. I promise not to talk The Hobbit or Star Trek. Off the Cuff with me, Rob Black, Menlo Grill, which is in Menlo Park, Stanford Park Hotel. First Wednesday of the month, November 7th, coming up right around the corner. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Gar. So, lots to talk about. Plenty to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800 516 1220. It's 800 516 1220. Money, investing, and more. Do you want to read from left to right? Do you want to read from right to left? I don't care. My job on the show is to point things out. College raises his tuition 4.8%. How can we afford that? That's a lot of money, right? I hate to sound old, but when I was young, college wasn't that expensive. And we're creating a society of haves and have-nots. I couldn't imagine being blue-collar at this point in time and potentially sending my kids to college. Like, I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine the state of California living off a family income of less than 200000 I know you're saying, it's easy, Rob. Look at me. Not the way I like to live. So there's some issues there. There's some questions on, like, when's enough enough? I think Generation X has been clobbered. My generation has been clobbered. Baby boomers and Generation X have swapped places on the retirement worry spectrum. Boomers are, are admitting they're going to have to work till age 80. Boomers' worries about retirement have waned over the last few years because they don't care anymore. And now Generation X is going, are we ever going to retire? Just three years ago, Generation X workers were amongst the most, nation's most optimistic. 19% said they were confident about retirement. I'm so confident about my retirement because I'm a good-looking man, and I've saved money. And I've got many fine leather-bound books that I can sell when need be. 
A lot of attention has been given to boomers whose nest eggs were pummeled by the recession. But Generation X actually saw their nest egg pummeled more. The median net worth of a Generation Xer has fallen at a far greater rate than of any other age bracket. A Generation Xer saw a 59% decline in median household net worth between 2005 and 2010. I'm an Xer. In inflation-adjusted dollars, they now earn $56,000 less than their counterparts in 2001. On the other hand, boomers aged 45 to 64, they saw a $50,000 decline. And those over 65 were the only age group whose net worth grew over the last decade. Ownerships of stocks and retirement accounts such as 401ks, it's down amongst people 35 to 44. If there are 5,000 people in this country who can afford to retire... I'd be astounded was the quote from Jane White, who's with president of Retirement Solutions. Typical wage for a 65-year-old is 65000 and most of them have saved less than $100,000. Boomers are going to work till the day they die. A lot of Generation Xers are going to work till the day they die. I was talking to Mark Dannon yesterday, who I love. I know you're saying you love a man. I love a man. I'm very comfortable with that. And he and his wife are talking about retiring in a foreign country. It's like, we're up for the adventure. He makes a good salary. He saved a lot of money. He spends a lot on cars. But he's like, I'm totally comfortable living in another country when I retire. Guatemala? I can't even spell Guatemala. And I'd be fearful, like, is it guacamole or guacamole? Like, I don't even like ordering food in other countries because it freaks me out on pronunciation. But he's totally willing to go to another country for a lower cost of living. When I order dos cervezas, and they say dos cervezas, and they correct me, I'm like, don't correct me, I'm American, I buy whatever I want. I don't like being corrected. I'm an angry man. I'm a tall man. I'm not a short man, but I am an angry man. Oh, leases. People leasing cars. Get gap insurance if you're going to be that fool. Manufacturers like leasing because it's a great way to keep people in cars, i.e. turn it in every two, three years. It's the way of financing a vehicle. You have to turn it in. You put money into it. Uh, Lease terms typically allow for 36,000 miles of driving or 12,000 miles per year. Most people exceed that. The average charge is 15 cents per mile. It adds up. Are you using using the car for work or are you using it for pleasure? It's great business deduction for taxes, and that's about it. What do you want to talk about today? Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The Tigers and Vegas bookmakers are favored to win the Detroit World Series. I don't like Jim Leland. I don't like Justin Verlander. I don't like Justin Verlander. He'll look good in pinstripes one day. 
if you know what I mean. But he's dating Kate Upton like, oh, just kills me. Like, I thought she was waiting for me. I was waiting for her call. Bad thing about leases, can you customize the car? Nope. Gas rewards and searching out pain at the pump, I don't get. You can do it if you want. You're listening to me, Rob Black. You can find me online, Twitter handle, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show. Mm, find me online at robblack.com. Email me, rob at robblack.com. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and much, much more. What do you want to talk about? You tell me. And we can talk about it. Financially speaking, of course. We can talk about good idea, bad idea to bet on the Giants or the Detroit Tigers. I don't believe in past performance. I don't think it's indicative of future results. So I'm not a big fan of assuming what's going to happen. I'm not sure if you are or aren't, so I'll just stick with that, right? Presidential race is getting into the final couple weeks. They're now starting to quote, how many miles will Obama cover today? I kind of find that a little nuts, right? Like, that's starting to get a little bit too data-oriented, College costs going to rise 4.8% this year versus last year. Did you get a 4.8% raise? That's a good question, right? Because if you didn't, you didn't keep up with inflation. Tuition and fees at public universities up 4.8% this year, average of $8,600. That's the smallest increase in 12 years. Yay! It's an improvement, but it's a bad story. Nonprofit private colleges increased tuition $29,000 per year. This is marking a shift from the previous years when public universities raised prices twice as much as private schools. So nonprofit private schools up 4.2%. Public universities cost up 4.8%. Public universities blame Decreases in state funding for their tuition hikes. I personally look at situations where the professor gets paid six figures for teaching one classes. It's irresponsible of the university. Yes, I understand it probably brings in money because you have got a celebrity professor. But I think it's irresponsible. I think public universities really need to look at what they're doing, what they're spending their money on, what they're getting. I mean, we've all been on university campuses where you're like, the dean makes how much? A dean of a college shouldn't make multi-hundred million dollars. The dean of a university shouldn't make tens of millions of dollars. Dean of a university, should they make one to two? I, how much do they bring in in fundraising? You know, you're only worth as much as you can bring in in fundraising in that world. 
In 2011, 57% of public four-year college students left school with debt averaging $23,800. If you go to a private school, you get debt of $29,900. If you add in room and board at a public university, you're talking about $18,000 in-state, $31,000 out-of-state. You know, I don't like quoting the, the, the great, late, dead Chris Farley, but holy shnikes, $39,000 to send your kid out of school, out of state? That ain't cheap. But that's the price of a baby. Do you see? And they say it's going to be $250,000 by the time your baby that you make tonight goes to college in 18 years. And is the degree from San Francisco State as good as a degree from Stanford, Berkeley? Probably not. I can tell you as a guy who employs people, as a guy who's reviewed resumes in his life, a lot matters on that resume. Do I want to hire someone who's got a degree in biochemical philosophy? No. What are you talking about at work today? You tell me what you want to talk about. Facebook had a pretty darn good quarter. Is now the time to buy? Keep in mind, a lot of insiders will be selling. I'm not against the stock. I'm not in love with the stock. I look at things based on earnings. They basically have a Super Bowl every single day of eyeballs. And when I say a Super Bowl, what, I, what do I mean? You know what I mean. Come on. They have a Super Bowl every day of eyeballs. The, the weird thing is, is that they're built heavily on... They're built heavily on desktop users... And people that want to share photos. They bought a company called Pinterest, which I have not gotten into. I know I should. Robin Hood. I never liked that story. Steal from the rich to give to the poor. It's called the Robin Hood tax out there. Tied towards Sherwood Forest. Hundreds of years. Do you steal from the rich? You know, France has seen a mass exodus of their millionaires because they, they're starting to get taxed too much. At some point in time, your base goes away. Now, the base that's moving in of millionaires in France are, are the billionaires from European countries. And they're saying, ah, you want to sell your flat in Paris? I will take it. Actually, I should you know, use a Russian impression when I do that. Uh, you want to sell your flat in Paris? I'll take it. Uh, is Rob there? No, no. Uh, is Chad there? Uh, is Chad still there? Is he there? Greatest call ever. That should have been the promo yesterday. Greatest call ever. Chad is gone, I guess. Uh, so the European Commission said that it's got a legal grounds to proceed with... A tax after 10 nations agreed to enhance cooperation on the proposal. The tax is a cause of 
grassroots organizations. What tax am I talking about? European Union executive body said yesterday that 10 members of the 27-nation group agreed to move forward with a financial transaction tax to take away billions of euros on small transactions in the stock markets. So they're going to slice a little piece of the pie every time someone buys and sells stocks. Critics say that imposes a tax will drive investors away and it will break economic growth. When you invest in Apple, you give them money or the ability to use their shares as money to go out and create new stuff, open new factories, come up with a new product. It's very important to the, to the, the world economy to keep investors, I'm not going to say satisfied, but you're an investor if you have a 401k, 403b, 457. You and everything that's crazy going on in your life, your ability to fund worldwide projects, it's pretty unique. You're listening to me, Rob Black. You can find me at Twitter handle, Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show, Twitter handle. Find me at Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Find me at YouTube, Rob Black Show. And email me, Rob, at robblack.com. It's Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm the aforementioned Rob Black. Jennifer Love Hewitt's house is for sale. Do you want to buy it? <laughs> That's going to be my claim to fame. I'd rather own like a haunted house than Jennifer Love Hewitt's house. Although, for $2.5 million, she was adorable in Party of Five, but now she's just freakish, right? Luca Lake, California. It's got a dance studio, a pool and spa. Who really, really, really needs a dance studio in their house? 5,900 square feet, six bedrooms, six baths. I know you're saying, you're out of content. <laughs> I might be. New home sales rose 5.7%. 5.7%. Nice. If you want to buy a new home. Still hate Susie Orman. I find her information to be useless. Just throwing it out there for you. See, so you know where, I'm, where I stand, because draw a line. There's a war out there. SP 500's up fractional. NASDAQ down two. Dow Jones Industrial Average up 24. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton talking all things financial. Building a financial base is a concept that we got to get started. We sometimes say, I got an extra $300 a month. I've got an extra $500 a month. How do I get started? Let's talk building a financial base. Yeah, it's it's the key. And this can happen, a lot of times it happens based on a life event where you kind of say, oh my gosh, I got to get serious. Whether it's you have kids, you've been laid off for a while, you win a small lottery winning, you know, whatever it may be, you've really got to sit down and get educated. Small lottery winning. I, well, I had a friend that went through a really bad couple of years and he contacted me. He's like, I've won the lottery. I have 80000 bucks, right? Okay, that's nice. What's the first thing he does, Rob? Buys a car. Exactly. And he goes, I realized how stupid that was. He caught the show online. And so now what do I do? And I gave him a couple of books to read. You've got a couple of books on your website. Um, you know, Rick Edelman's an, uh, 
initial books, The Truth About Money, I think we're good. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, but New Rules About Money. Yeah, The Truth About Money I thought was better. Really? Right? I think it gets more sales-oriented as he, as he published. But anyways, um, you got to, first of all, get your emergency reserves intact because a lot of times people end up in a situation um, – a bad financial situation that becomes a house of cards is because they get disil- disil- dis- dis- disabled, if I can get that out. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> I might be disabled myself. Um, or they lose a job for a period of time where three to six months they're out of work and they can't service their debt. They can't put food on the table. They build up credit cards. They ruin their credit. And they're, they, they go from a situation that should only be bad three to six months to I've ruined my credit for ten years. Um, so have your emergency reserves intact, right? That's the first step. Second step is make sure you're putting enough money in your 401k to get the match. If you're eligible for a Roth, you take the next you know, $5,000 that you can save, put it in a Roth IRA. If you can still save more money than that, go into the 401k. As far as what you should invest in, in your 401k when you're first starting out, I like the retirement date funds for younger people. Like okay. the, you know, retire 2045, 2050. Freedom funds. Vanguard has them, T. Rowe Price has them. Um, I like uh, T. Rowe Price and Vanguard's much better than Fidelity's. Really? Um, also, if you're trying to find what do I invest in my Roth IRA or my taxable account, I think the free ETFs, the iShares that you can buy at TD Ameritrade, for example, you can, as long as you hold them for 30 days, you can buy them without a trading cost. So go for index. But why does TD Ameritrade do that? Fidelity does it as well. But why? Because the iShares give them a little bit of kickback. The internal fees are like point, you know, zero eight percent, and they get a little bit of that back. Um, so, uh, making sure that you build up that first hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can do that in index funds and ETFs, which are essentially index funds that trade like a stock. Then after that, you've got to get good at picking individual managed mutual funds. And so there's usually a long learning curve before you try to buy individual stocks. And by the time you get to two hundred fifty thousand. That's when you make sure you have a group of trusted advisors. You've got a good CPA, you've got a good attorney, you've got a good fee-based financial planner, and make sure that everybody's working together. And just make sure you're in that phase of accumulating, appreciating assets or assets that give you income. Okay? Accumulating, appreciating assets or assets that give you income. Okay. That's, that's what you really have to focus on throughout your entire life. Stop focusing on depreciating assets like a car. I mean, you know, I buy... I like to drive nice cars, but I right. buy them used, typically when they're off a two or three year lease, because I can save twenty to thirty thousand dollars. Right. So, um, you know, look look at that and say, how am I paying myself first? Am, am I always saving before I spend any money? And how do I focus on accumulating appreciating assets? Okay. Now, appreciating assets. Give me some examples. Uh, well, stocks, obviously, especially stocks that pay a dividend. So they're paying you something. I mean, there's no more comfortable way to retire, Rob, than if you retire with enough assets that you can. You don't even have to live off all the dividends from your stocks and the interest from your bonds. Some of it you spend, and the other just gets reinvested. Right. Or when you buy real estate, make sure that you know it's a good deal if you uh, put. You know, 20, 30% down, get a traditional 30-year fixed loan, and after your, all of your expenses, property taxes, maintenance, property management fees, you still have positive income. That's not only a positive income asset, but it's something that somebody else is paying off for you. That's, that's the only good way to leverage is in real estate. But people over-leveraged without positive income in, in uh, you know, the last real estate bubble. So, you know, I mean, stocks, bonds, real estate, uh, commodities, those are appreciating assets. Okay. So accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. Anything else we need to know about building your financial base? Stop thinking that you deserve now what your parents already have. 
Okay. Okay, that's the biggest thing that kids have a problem with. They, they think that I, I'm out of college, I have a new job, I should be in the same house and drive the same car as my parents. That's okay. the problem that is with our generation. I think the generation beneath us, Chad, a lot more frugal. You know, I think they are, and I think they, they, they're a lot more wise, and we really need to get a better way to educate our kids. Yeah. I had my uh, 12-year-old look at, um, you know, Buffett tried to do that site where he was a cartoon character. Did he? There's a website. That's um, horrible. And the first part of it says, Warren Buffett is my best friend. <laughs> There's a song about Warren Buffett being your best friend. And it was started in about 2010 and hasn't been updated since then. He thinks that they're just terrible. And our kids, I think, are hungry to learn about investments and money, and there's really no good outlet right now. Uh, I'm with you. That's CFP Chad Burton talking, building a financial base. You need to do it. I need to do it. We all need to do it. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Children's music is truly awful. I like throwing that out there as a reminder and maybe someone can start making great children's music. Hot potato, hot potato. Netflix, world's largest online video service, fell the most in almost three months. It's been three months since they've fallen more than this. Three months ago when I was a wee lad in Ireland with a lassie and we decided to get married. Um, yeah, it's been three months since they've fallen this much. Down 12%. We'll talk about Netflix. We'll talk about all the business headlines. Much, much more. Find me online, robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Boom shakalaka laka. AT&T activated 1.3 million iPhone 5S's last quarter. Double Verizon status. That's interesting. Both companies cited supply constraints for the surprisingly low number of iPhone 5S's sold. Verizon's iPhone 5 sales fell short of Wall Street expectations. AT&T managed to meet them. The highly anticipated smartphone, known as best thing since sliced bread, cures hemorrhoids, sings all the songs. It went on sale on September 21, 10 days before the end of the quarter. So this is important to watch. Uh, iPhones have an industry-high subsidy, about $400 per phone. Apple smartphone tends to decimate carriers' profit margins, particularly when new phones launch. A lot of people think, uh, I don't agree with this. Smaller, cheaper, faster is the future of technology. It always has been. It always will be. When I was doing radio 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it was all about the sub $2,000 computer. And now you can get something with more computing power for 300 bucks. Like, that's the direction we're going, right? Are you with me? Or are you against me? Because we've got to figure this one out. A couple other business headlines out there in the news. Norfolk Southern, they beat earnings expectations, but revenue down year over year. Unisys, they beat earnings expectations, but revenue down 14% year over year. AT&T, they beat earnings expectations, but revenue down one-tenth of 1%. Year over year. Dr. Pepper, Snapple, which I'm a pepper, you're a pepper, wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? Drink Dr. Pepper, be a pepper, drink Dr. Like, who drinks Dr. Pepper? And there's too many calories in Snapple. 
can't be drinking my calories and juice. So Dr. Pepper Snapple beats earnings expectations by seven cents, but revenues fall. Lockheed Martin beats earnings expectations, but revenues fall. Same thing at Kimberly Clark. Do you see? Do you see a trend? Because I do. I'm still thinking about Jennifer Love Hewitt's mansion going for two and a half million dollars. She's weird looking, right? She used to be cute with her oversized sweaters, but she's weird looking now. Speculations grown in the last couple of days that Nike, huge, huge company that I love enormously as an investment for a long-term patient investor. They're going to sign a massive deal with Rory McElroy, who, if you go Google Rory McElroy girlfriends, he's a slouch as far as lookers go. But he ain't dating no slouches. $250 million Tiger Woods kind of contract. Tiger Woods' current deal with Nike pays him close to $30 million every year. Despite their insistence on sticking with Woods, McElroy is the closest thing golf has to an heir, apparent. I know you're saying, I like what you say, heir. Listen to this. Heir. I know you're saying, the word air sounds a lot like herb. I don't think you eat herbs. I think they're herbs. Right? I can't be making this up. Is this microphone on today? Mortgage lenders see tighter credit under new U.S. rules. Mortgage bankers and realtors are warning that it could become even harder for borrowers to qualify for a home loan as the industry faces a barrage of new rules. I like barrages. I like horses, and I like barrages. Barrage eyes? So regulators are prepared to release the language of the two rules taking effect in January to set standards for non-abusive lending, and are going to require banks to hold a slice of risky mortgages on their books. In addition, the United States banking overseers, 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 they also got a complete new capital standards mandated by the International Basel III Accords next year. I'm tired of the International Basel Accords. I'm done with them. I quit you. I can't quit you. Mm-hmm. Housing rules coming on a regular basis. New rules. Uh, Mo, Maurice Mo Vesey. He's the head of the Realtors National Association of Realtors. He says it's a perfect storm of regulation. A lot of regulation coming in. Mortgage credit's already tight in the United States. U.S. regulators are basically cracking down on concern these days and stopping qualified borrowers from taking advantage of interest rates that hit record lows recently. But would rather people not default on any loan than to issue an improper loan. So lending standards are tough. Borrowers who chose loans that closed the month of September had an average credit score of about 750. That's about the top 40% of Americans. Sales in the U.S. homes rose in September to a two-year high. That's nice to see. It's nice like rice. Sales up 5.7% to 389,000. Um, 
analysts had looked for about 385,000, highest level in two years. Again, demand for new homes is being driven by record low mortgage rates, population growth. That's going to help generate business for builders like Covnanian. The lack of jobs and strict lending conditions still pose big hurdles for more pronounced rebound in the housing market. Even though we ain't got money. Elsewhere in the world of business news, Ford's going to shut its first European plant in a decade. And all those Belgiumese, what are people from Belgium called? Belgiumites. It's a 40-year-old plant. It's going to close by 2014. Production the Mondio midsize sedan. I know you're saying, I've never heard of a Mondio midsize van by Ford. I think you're making it up, Rob. I might be. I might be. But Ford's going to eliminate 4,300 jobs. Try and cut back capacity. It's combating losses right now. Horrible region as far as sales go. The shutdown of the European site is seen as a knife in the back. Workers there accepted an earlier payout. Ford seeking to end losses in Europe. Ford's got a big exposure to Europe. My producer wants me to belch. Let's see if I can do it on command. Uh, there you go. I did it. I did it for you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm to issue an apology to my family, to my friends, to my workers and coworkers, to people that I love, to people that I will love. I apologize. I am the human stain. Other big stories out there today of note. Visa has a new CEO coming in. His name's Charles Scharf. Scharf? He's 47 years old. I'm not starting to get close to ages of CEOs, and I'm like, whew, I'm in the wrong business. He understands the payments business and priorities of clients. Joe Saunders is going to retire. Sharp's going to get paid $950,000. Holy mackerel, right? Mama, don't raise your kids to be cowboys. Mama, raise your kids to be CEOs. He's got a target bonus that's 250, 250% of 950000 so you can make about two hundred two point five million in bonuses. No, actually, maximum bonus is five hundred percent, five million dollars. That doesn't sound unreasonable, does it? It's also going to give him a so-called make whole payment. He's going to get nineteen million dollars just for taking the job. I'll take that job. I'll work for a six-pack of beer. Good six-pack of beer, please, 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 please. Do not give me a Coors Light. So I throw a Super Bowl World Series party. I know you're saying, that's interesting. You had a Super Bowl World Series party? No, I had a World Series party. It was last second. It was impromptu. And someone shows up with cores. I'm like, are we washing cars tonight? Because I think it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Make whole payment. $19 million. Sharf joins Visa from One Equity Partners. Private investment arm of J.P. Morgan. Charlie Scharf is a good guy. I've followed his career for over 10 years. 
He's got a record of profitability. He's got a record of good things, growing businesses, managing big enterprises. I love him. I want to marry him. Anyone who makes $19 million is make good payment, make whole. Male, female, or robot dinosaur. I don't care. That's a lot of money. Um, Facebook had a really good quarter. A really good quarter. Just so you know. Britney Spears, her former manager, said, you know, that time when she cut her hair? She actually didn't go crazy. She was actually told that you could scientifically test hair for drugs. So she saved it off because she was in a court battle tied towards the parenting of her child. She's not the smartest. Because actually when they pull your hair to test you for drugs, they don't pull it from your head. They pull it from like your arm hair. And everyone thinks, I'm going to shave my head, and since it's gone, it's no longer evidence. You need to shave a lot of your body if you're trying to dodge a drug test. Nair, have you ever used it? Holy sh- It's like putting battery acid on your body. Wait, Rob, you use Nair? Rob lagging your money on the Wall Street Business Network. I don't want to live in a world where Americans drive oversized big wheels. Warren Buffett sees the U.S. economy bucking the trend. And using that word is tough, right? Bucking the trend. A slower growth across the rest of the world. Sees better growth ahead. Warren Buffett talked on CNBC this morning. I think he's got a thing for Becky Quick. I can't quite figure it out. She was an uber nerd who got on TV and turned very chic. She's literally that chick from the John Hughes films that comes downstairs with, you know, glasses and a baggy sweatshirt, only later to be at prom hot and sexy, which is the title of my autobiography. But what's interesting about that is I actually spell sexy. I actually spell hot with two T's. I once had a 900 number, 900 hot, hot. And it was was stock tips. I know your mind's dirty and you're thinking something else, but I know you're saying you had a 900 number. Like, what are 900 numbers? Back when I was a boy, instead of webcams, we had 900 numbers. So the United States better than Europe. Yay! We got that going for us, according to Warren Buffet. He's seen gains in a number of businesses that he owns. I like Warren Buffett. I think in basketball, you want to be like Mike. In invest, you want to be like Warren Buffet. The buffet is open. You know you're at an establishment that's wrong for so many reasons when you hear the phrase, the buffet is open. Okay, so if you've never been to a Sizzler, I highly suggest you go to a Sizzler and see the all-you-can-eat buffet and who eats the all-you-can-eat buffet of steak and potatoes. Right? Warren Buffett's strong supporter of President Barack Obama. He said he believes that the U.S. economy will grow next year no matter who, 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 who let the dogs out, who's elected. He doesn't believe that he the rise in tax rates and deep cuts in federal spending, known as the fiscal cliff, will throw a wrench into things. He says there's a pretty fair chance... We'll go over the cliff for a short period of time, but a debt reduction deal 
It's going to get done. I love you, Warren. I love you, man. He says, if the market's down, I'm a happier buyer. Totally agree. If I go to the supermarket, they've reduced prices, I'm happy. So if the stock market goes lower, I feel better. That's the way you need to think. Be like Warren Buffet. He said, I think Bernanke's done an absolutely stunning, superb job. I love it when a woman uses the word Rob Black and superb in the same sentence. So Warren Buffet has to love it that I said that Bernanke said that he did a superb job, right? Bernanke has to be happy. He just completed treatment of for prostate cancer. And now you're saying, that's odd. Yeah. He said he felt great after the treatments. He said he's got hormones that he received as part of his treatment, and they've given him hot flashes. Hot flashes in men are called power surges. Otherwise, it's just too feminine of a term. I've got hot flashes. No. I've got power surges. Masculine versus feminine words. Can Zito pull it off tonight? We'll find out. Has he got enough gas in his tank? I think he's saying gas in tank. Like, where does that euphemism come from? Because tanks carry around large portions of gas, I suppose. I know. He's like, no, I think it's about your gas tank. No, you're not, not like a U.S. Army tank. No, actually, I think it's like a U.S. Army tank. So Warren Buffett wants to buy more stocks. Enough already, old man. Retire. Stop showing the world how old people can be benefits to society. We don't want to see it. Go get your Social Security, you billionaire. Second wealthiest man on the planet. I might be making that up. I think that's true. But he said, I'm salivating. We don't want to hear about old men salivating. Some people go to jail for that kind of talk. He wants to spend Berkshire Hathaway's $40 billion of cash. He said a $20 billion deal had recently fallen through. Didn't tell us who the company was. You're listening to me, Rob Black. You can find me online at robblack.com, robblack.com. Find me at Twitter. My handle is Rob Black Show. Find me at Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Let's go to Twitter, shall we? This might turn out very, very bad. A, because I don't have the Twitter, Twitter page up. Oh, I got a Susie Orman story. She of incredibly fake white teeth and incredibly fake tan. She says enjoy saving. Get as much pleasure out of saving as you do spending. Like Anything she says makes me want to vomit. Enjoy saving? Live below your means while she's living large. Her girlfriend wife is nasty. And I'm not saying nasty looking. She's just a nasty person. Incredibly mean to people. Rely on yourself. Good advice, bad advice. What say you? Choose a side. It's me, Rob Black. Find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show. Find me at Facebook group page, I hate Rob Black. Find me, find me, find me, find me. 
Oh, and by the way, I'm going to be doing a, a webinar in December and a live personal appearance late in November. I'll put up details shortly at robblack.com, robblack.com. Find me Twitter, Rob Black Show. Groupon, my Groupon page. I don't have a Groupon page. My Facebook page is I Hate Rob Black. Take a break here. We'll be back soon. Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network. This three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.